You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, April 16th, 2021, during our 26th year on the air. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And there are so many cool ways, easy ways, without even kind of lifting a finger. Well, maybe a lift a finger, that's all, to participate on the program and win some fabulous prizes. Chris is going to share them with you because we want to hear from you. Well, you can lift a finger by sending us a postcard with your question. You could. We did say mail a letter, but it could be a postcard. But but we don't hear them when they do that. Well, that's true. You can send an audio cassette or a CD. Yeah. I think we have an audio cassette player sitting in our, one of our closets here somewhere. We'll dig it out. And we'll yeah. play your question back for on the air. All right. Yeah. Or uh, you, you can use the message to studio button in our free Into Tomorrow apps. Our updated apps. Our updated apps. So go to your app store. Make sure you have the latest, greatest version of the free Into Tomorrow app and hit that message to studio button. Participate that way. Or you could use the Ask Dave button. Make sure you get that K in there. The Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. It's over there on the right side of the page. Any browser. That's right. Whether it's your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, whatever. Any browser. Or you can pick up the phone and actually call. Like make a phone call, which is what those things are originally for. Oh. Which is why they're called phones. Or you can text to the following number. Right. And if you text to the following number, we ask that you always share your first name and city and how you hear us. Right. So what number would that be if they want to text or preferably call? It would be 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-INTO. I got that. I wrote, into I, wrote it, I wrote it down. Good. I'm going to save it to my phone. There you go. All right. It should be in your favorites. It should very well be. So there's lots of ways to participate. We just hope you do. That's the key. We're trying to always look for making it so easy so that Anybody that has a consumer tech question or a digital dilemma or anything we can help with, or you want to help another listener, man, we love those calls because we answer questions as best we can, and you've got some input. You say, I had a similar situation. Here's what I did. In addition in addition to the nonsense Dave and Chris told you, here's what I'm recommending. Yeah. And if you call in soon, we can share prizes with you probably in time for Mother's Day that you can re-gift. Just don't tell her you re-gifted. Yeah. Oh, exactly. See, that's coming up in just a few weeks. Don't peel off that compliments of Into Tomorrow sticker, though. Right. <laughs> tell, her, tell her you paid extra for it because of that sticker. Right, exactly. It was a collector's item. Yeah. Tech news and commentary before we get back to more of your calls. Not only is Google I.O. actually happening this year, but it's also free to, error quote, attend. Uh, due to the ongoing pandemic, Google I.O. 2021 will be held virtually, which is better than nothing, considering the company fully canceled the event last year. Mm-hmm. Um, as in the past, Google sent out a puzzle invite to the media to decode the event's details. Thanks to the quick puzzle solvers over at 9to5Google, it was confirmed that the developer conference will be held May 18th through 20th. 
Typically, the conference is dedicated to software announcements surrounding new apps and services. Uh, it's also where we get to learn uh, details about Google's latest mobile operating system, which this year is Android 12. Oh, so I better get that on my Note 20. Yeah. Probably eventually get it. If you have a Pixel, you'll get it sooner because that's Android's own thing. So they'll update them first always. Speaking of Google, though, searching through large amounts of data, of course, is Google's bread and butter. And so, as Android police said, it's surprising that the search tools in Google Photos are a bit lacking. You can search for certain things by name, and there are filters of sorts with people, pets, places, and so forth. But you can't easily use more than one at a time which is kind of goofy for Google. That's the search. You know, you can use the regular search engine, put a word plus another word, and combine those things. Well, thankfully, Google is working on a more robust set of filters. Google Photos looks set to get a powerful new search feature with filters that will make finding your specific photos a whole lot easier. And it's about darn time. Mm -hmm. So at least... Hopefully, they're finally doing something good to help you. Google doing something to help you? Well, all right. Something to help you may not be so good. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest said that it's releasing new guidelines and tools to moderate comments, including a, quote, positivity reminder mm -hmm. um, if a user is about to post a hurtful or offensive remark. The introduction of the new features and guidelines known as the Creator Code highlights how social media platforms are responding to criticism that they're not doing enough to curb online bullying, abuse, and harassment. Users will be required to agree that to the creator code before they post a story pin, a tool that allows users to post a series of photos and videos that include text, music, or voiceovers. You really just should stop bullying me online anyway. I know I should, but... It would be a lot easier. You bullied me for years. No, I didn't. You just did it before the time of tech. <laughs> I just raised you. I didn't yeah. bully you. But it is really sad that these social media sites have to remind people <laughs> to be nice. I know. I, well, I have posted the occasional thing, especially on Instagram, where they say something like, you know, this this post uh, looks like something that has been reported in the past. I went, so? I wear it as a badge of honor to be restricted again from Facebook and, and Instagram. It gives me a forced break. They think it's a Facebook jail or that I'm all upset. No, I just don't use you again for a while. And I'm actually thrilled about it. God, yeah. don't download TikTok. You're stuck looking at that stuff. Yeah, I've forced myself to stay <laughs> off it lately just because, you know. It's only because Cameron insisted because he's got a TikTok or three or four of them. And he abs absolutely wanted me to like some of his posts. Well, all of his posts, but I refused. Um, so I went, okay, fine. And then uh, I'm stuck looking at others and some that are funny. It's like, oh, that was cute. That was interesting. And then you scroll and look at another one and another one. And before you know it, it's one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Well, you know, I found myself scrolling through some that were funny, but I found myself scrolling through many more that made me say, why is my nine-year-old's mother letting him be on this service? Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's only so much you can do when you have him only every other weekend. Yeah. The rest of the time during those two weeks, she ought to be monitoring him. Because trust me, I have seen some things on TikTok that no child should be seeing and hearing. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Including one or two little things where, because they let you use snippets of songs. And I've told Cameron I will never like a song that he, that he posts that has a bad word in it. And, of course, he doesn't think of it that way. He's just, it's a popular thing, and, and he's doing something like a little dance or whatever to the tune of the song. But then, like, they say the S word or something. It's, uh-uh, I'm not going to like it. He goes, oh, come on. Nope. 
Not going to do it. There's so many other songs you, you can pick from their selections. Use something without bad words. Or just trying to help teaching. Anything. Yeah, don't post anything. Do well, what I do. I mean, I'm on there. You know, I, I have no plans on ever posting anything on on TikTok. I'm just there to to kill time. You're a voyeur. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I downloaded it as, as you said. You know, I downloaded it when I could to fill the time when I can't sleep at night. And then I found that it makes that problem even worse because yes. I, I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, God, I've been doing this for three hours. It's 2 a.m. i got to get to sleep. Three hours? Jeez. I mean, I went an hour a couple of times and thought, that's nuts. But then it's like, you know what? I'm tired now. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. And I have the little blue light filter that comes on at like 11 p.m. or something. So if I'm looking at my phone, I'm not hurting my eyes, hopefully. Well, you know, I was I, I paused a show I was watching one day on my living room TV to, to check a TikTok and then I apparently was on it for so long that not only did my uh, screensaver on the fire stick finish, but it, the fire stick went to sleep. The TV then went to sleep and turned off because it had been inactive for so long. And then I realized and then you went to sleep. Yeah, then I realized, oh, maybe I should just go to bed, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, there are competitors. YouTube is bringing its TikTok competitor dubbed Shorts, how clever, <laughs> to the U.S. with a beta program rolling out during the next several weeks, but hasn't yet offered monetization plans. Shorts launched in India last year and now has more than 6.5 billion daily views worldwide. And, of course, that's only going to quadruple probably because now they're bringing shorts to the U.S. So if you don't like TikTok, maybe you'll want to try shorts. I like wearing shorts. Or thong. It's more comfortable. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I don't like shorts. Yeah. Long pants, jeans, whatever. I'm fine with. I've seen Sweat you in pants. shorts. You should, you should stick to long pants. Hey, hey! <laughs> I know you never know. I'm a native Miamian because you know, I can get a sunburn and it peels and goes away. Otherwise, I look like a ghost. So yeah, I don't wear shorts. <laughs> and, and, a, and a world thanks you. Oh, I see. All right. If you're into Sony cell phones, you might be interested to know that they will introduce the camera focus Sony Xperia One Three. It's not 13, it's 1 and then 3 Roman, you know, Roman numeral 3. Interesting. I guess. As well as the smaller 5-3 model to the U.S. market this summer. The phones feature 5G support, but only for Verizon and T-Mobile networks that operate under 6 gigahertz. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, but first of all, why do they confuse everybody with such a thing as model numbers with a numeral and then a Roman numeral? I don't get it. No company's model numbers make sense. Well, that's very I mean, true. I think Windows started, Microsoft started it all with Windows. So they went from what, Windows 8 to Windows 10. Yeah. And it's like, go back to using the years. That was easy. You know, Windows 95, Windows 98, yeah, but Windows that 2000. made everybody realize they're way behind, even if there wasn't a new version which, yet. Which would have worked out in their favor. Maybe they'll sell more operating systems if people realize, oh, wait, it's 2022, and I've still got Windows, you know, 2016. You know? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Probably not. Good luck, though. Yeah. The number of Americans who say they listen to podcasts on a weekly basis has jumped 17% during the past year. The annual Infinite Dial report from Edison Research and Triton Digital found 28% of listeners aged 12 and older consume podcasts each and every week with much of the growth coming from younger, more diverse users. And, of course, Millions listening to the Into Tomorrow podcast. Online audio reached an all-time high in 2021. 62% of the U.S. population, or around 176 million people, 
are now regularly weekly online audio listeners. While younger demos are more likely to be regular online audio listeners, the percentages are significant across all age groups. So we're proud of, of course, our radio station partners that carry the program every week, but some can't carry all three hours. We understand programming issues and whatnot. So some people are turning to our podcast to get that third hour or that second and third hour or all three hours if they don't have a radio affiliate nearby them that carries into tomorrow. So that's encouraging. Podcasts and, of course, our new partners with Blueberry, or I like to say Blueberry because it's Blueberry without the E's, um, are very big and getting more and more popular with more and more people. And they've got a free thing, too. You can try out their service for free. So if you've always wanted to podcast something, whatever your favorite hobby or interest is, maybe you're into gardening, maybe you're into crocheting or whatever, something that you enjoy and you want to do your own podcast, check it out because you can do it for free now and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tom in St. George, Louisiana, speaking of our podcast, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Thank you for that. Hey, Tom. I have an older 2015 GMC Yukon, and I'm interested in a device that would allow me to upgrade to the Apple CarPlay. I had heard there may be some type of device you can plug in and then connect your iPhone to it and it'll automatically transform that screen in the older models, Chevrolets and GMCs, to work with the Apple Play. And I'm desperate to get Apple Play on that vehicle. Well, I don't know why you're desperate to do anything with Apple, but no, 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 I jest. Um, Because, Tom, the number one way to get CarPlay is to replace your head unit with a brand new one. Now, I know that might not be an affordable way to do it. Some manufacturers like GM, but also others like Honda, Hyundai, uh, and several others, are offering the owners of select models the option to pay for an upgrade that either via new software or new hardware makes their original touchscreens CarPlay compatible. So that might be something to look into. Yeah, now there are a few reasons why that's not typically the best way to go. Uh, the first one is just price. You can easily be looking at $500 for what amounts to a software update if Yikes. you go with an OEM update. Uh, you can find new head units with CarPlay for much less than that. You may also have to deal with the lack of some hardware that would make your experience better if you're getting just a software update. Um, There are two flavors of CarPlay, wired and wireless. Uh, True. Now, wired is just USB, but wireless uses both Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Most non-CarPlay compatible hardware does not come with Wi-Fi. Now, that means, for the most part, if you go with the OEM upgrade, you'll be stuck with having to plug in your phone in order to use CarPlay. And that, of course, brings us to another hardware limitation. You may or may not get adequate performance, depending on what happens to be powering your radio. Some radios will deliver a perfectly acceptable and responsive experience, while others are not backed up by the hardware required to deliver. Now, if you still want to do it, reach out to a GMC dealer and see if there's an upgrade available for your particular Yukon. But you may save some money and just get better results if you go with an aftermarket solution. Yeah. And again, we've we've talked for many of our 26 years, all of our 26 years, about support your local 12-volt dealers. You know, these small mom-and-pop shops and so forth, that's what they do. And they do it very well. 
and most of them also do window tinting and car alarms and and you know remote starts and all that kind of thing. But you, I think you you hit the nail on the head earlier when you talked about. That's funny. My watch just said, "Great, you you're still active," because I moved my arm, uh, <laughs> but I'm still sitting in the studio. When you talked about that, they can be a lot more expensive to deal with a manufacturer. I'm still getting bombarded emails and 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 even snail mails from Acura wanting me to spend $150 or more to upgrade my navigation screen. I haven't used the navigation screen for years, but they want me to spend 150 bucks to do that. They'll send me a DVD to upgrade my maps. It's, I don't use it anymore even. I have it on my phone. Everybody has it on their phone. And when I've asked them about it, they said, yeah, but, you know, somebody has to pay for the updates and this and that. Well, not this somebody. So it's not necessarily always a good way to go with the manufacturer because it's going to cost. Yeah, I mean, I've got a, a 2016 Ford Explorer, which is the last year that Ford was using their Sync 2 system, which mm. is their, their in-car infotainment system. Um, I was looking online about upgrading to their newer Sync 3, which I can't do, I don't think, through the dealer. I was finding only aftermarket solutions. It was going to cost me almost three grand Jeez. Because I have to replace, you play, play, replace the entire radio the head unit. unit yeah, everything. And, and, it's, and it's like a whole three grand upgrade. Oh. to. Just, so I'm, I'm dealing with this whole, you know, really, really old Ford Sync 2 that, you know, I think they've had one update, software update on it since I got the car. Yeah, but you are able to play your music with Bluetooth, right? Or do you have to plug in? Uh, it has Bluetooth, but I plug oh. in because with Bluetooth, I don't get all the information on the screen. But I don't have Apple CarPlay or Android oh. Auto or anything in there. Gotcha. Terrible thing. Well, Tom, I hope we didn't confuse you, but rather more helped you out a little bit with some options. I think the best one overall, and again, check with the dealer, the car dealer, see what they can do, and then you know just act astounded and like, what? That's way too much. See if they'll haggle with you a little bit. But then also check with a 12-volt dealer in your community or a couple of them. Get, get some estimates. And let us know what you end up going with and how it worked out so we can share that info with the rest of our audience at intotomorrow.com and, of course, on the show. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United we stand. 1-800-539-9460. It's Into Tomorrow in our 26th year on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And if you want to win prizes, all you have to do is participate on the show. Let us hear you. And there are so many ways to do that. Easy ways. Easy ways. You can hit the red Ask Dave Mike on the right side of any browser on our site at intotomorrow.com. You can use the Message to Studio button on our free Into Tomorrow apps available on both iOS and Android. 
You can uh, text our 800 number, or you could call our 800 number. If you text us, we just ask for your first name, your city, how you listen to the show. True. But we much prefer a phone call. Right. But we get it if you'd rather text. But if you'd like to call us, you can call us at 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686. You can even send us a singing telegram. Oh, that would be cool. Well, just warn us ahead of time so we can record it, and then we can play the singing telegram on the air. That's Oh, I like that idea. Well, use any of the other options and do a singing telegram. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll have to come up with something really special for a listener that sends a singing telegram. Yeah. But, but at least asks or relates to consumer tech. Right. Somehow. Okay, cool. I like it. It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. History. Transmitting pictures is a very old dream of engineers. Already in 1883, Paul Nipkow, a German engineer, developed the basic idea of a disc with tiny holes, which could break a picture into several pieces. The Nipkow disc, patented in 1884, became the basis of all future television technologies. In 1897, the German engineer Ferdinand Braun invented the cathode ray tube. He had no idea that he had created the basis of a future mass medium. Hundreds of millions of these tubes, CRT in short, became the core display of television sets for about 100 years and was the star at IFA for decades. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. While you're at it, intotomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow. Facebook is a divorce lawyer's best friend. In fact, one in seven divorces are blamed on Facebook. Doesn't surprise me. And me, I'm Dave Graveline. Me, I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. You know, speaking of divorces and disputes, the ongoing dispute between Facebook and Apple over charges to the latter's iOS 14 operating system may soon evolve into preempting a prompt. Facebook said in a blog post that it will begin rolling out a notification for iPhone users globally about how data is used for personal ads in an attempt to get ahead of the upcoming Apple privacy changes, which Facebook says will hurt its advertising business. Ah, poor Facebook. Poor Facebook. Not. (laughs) But that goes to show that even the titans tend to have a divorce or a fight. Mm -hmm. TCL is once again teasing a foldable phone concept, and it's a Frankenstein's monster of some previously showcased flexible concepts called Fold and Roll. 
It combines yeah. the company's Dragon Hinge technology with an extendable display panel. The result is a 6.7-inch phone that can be expanded to an 8.85-inch phablet wow. or fully extend to a 10-inch tablet. <laughs> Outside of that, the company isn't offering any other detailed information. Uh, but TCL did say that it plans to launch some kind of foldable phone before the end of 2021. Interesting. Because for a while, it was the thing. And then most people went, eh, <laughs> don't see the need. Those that got it went, eh, it's exactly. not what I thought it would be. So then here's another company that says they're going to have one. So the reaction, eh, yeah. so what? Exactly. <laughs> At some point, we're probably going to see more of them, and maybe they'll eventually catch on. But it isn't happening yet. Probably not. Yeah. Microsoft introduced the Surface Laptop 4 giving buyers the option of choosing a computer with a processor from Intel or AMD, Advanced Micro Devices. The laptop comes in two models, 3.5 inches and 15 inches. So you have a little variety there. Of course, we hope you didn't miss our interview with Inspiron. We had a, a bigwig, the VP with Inspiron from Dell, talking about a plethora of brand new laptops from three hundred and twenty nine dollars to twelve or thirteen hundred, so there's a bunch of stuff in there. You want to look at those anyway. Yeah, but we have to rewind a little bit because did you mean to say thirteen point five inch? What did I you say? Said three point five inch. I'm thinking that's oh. going to be an awfully small little laptop. <laughs> yeah, it's a foldable. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thirteen. Yeah. Thanks for catching that. Thirteen point five inches. Or 15 inches. It kind of reminds me of the old uh, Scion thing you used to have. Oh, my the, gosh, yeah. The little handheld the, computer. <laughs> the one that we got very upset about, and we videotaped me throwing it in the lake. Yes. And then I had one of our staffers who was willing and went and retrieved it because we didn't want to hurt the fishes. Yeah. But they yeah, have that thing, Scion. Are they around anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But that was, hey, that was a cool little computer with a teeny-weeny screen. Yeah. But it wasn't even a color screen. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Anybody else out there had a Scion? That's P-S-I-O-N, yeah. as I recall. Yeah. That was interesting. If you had one, share your experience with us, 800-899-INTO, or the Into Tomorrow app message to studio, or into tomorrow.com and hit the ask dave button on the right either way just want to know your experience with that or any of these older things that you may have used and found interesting at least at the time and you look back and say how on earth did i ever use that yeah, right just like when i used to use the palm pilot back when they actually were called a palm pilot yeah until the Palm Pen Company, no, the Pilot Pen yes. Company <laughs> sued them for calling it a Palm right. Pilot. Because, you know, everybody would confuse a, a, a PDA, a personal digital assistant, with a pen. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> the original personal digital assistant, I yes, guess, was a true. pen. Yeah. And how long it took years for flight attendants to say, don't forget to turn off your cellular phones and your Palm Pilots. And you, it was like, really? <laughs> that That's was gone many years ago. Stop saying it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, it's like when we run remote broadcasts and you would hand a uh, guest an Into Tomorrow notepad and an Into Tomorrow pen and you say, you know, here's the Into Tomorrow analog PDA until it got to a point where nobody even knew what a PDA was anymore. I know. And you, you had, had to, to stop change. saying that. <laughs> but if you want one, tell us and we'll send you an Into Tomorrow pad and pen and you can have an, an analog PDA when you call in a participate. Not a public display of affection. No. A personal right. digital assistant in analog version. Right. right. With our logo on it. Yeah. Many pages, the notepads. You can use it for all sorts of stuff. Joe in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, listens online if I give him a chance to participate. Hey, Joe. Hi, Dave. 
I have a Windows 10 computer with the newest version of Windows 10 on it. And I don't know why, but my computer won't go into sleep mode anymore. I can leave it alone for a whole day, and the next day it's still on. I don't know what caused that or how to fix it. Uh, Can you help on that? Well, Joe, the first thing you should check is the official power settings. You can open your start menu and type power options. That should allow you to see if there's any plan selected and also let you change the specific settings within any of those plans. For example, the time to dim or sleep the display. Now, if that doesn't yield any hints, it's possible that there's some piece of software or hardware, for that matter, interfering with the sleep functionality. Yeah, now, to detect those, you can open the command line prompt by opening the start menu and typing in CMD. Uh, once you're in the command line, you can type in PowerCFG space hyphen requests. That will show you all the programs that have altered the power settings. You can also type in PowerCFG space hyphen last wake to see what program last woke up the computer. Now, wow. don't worry about remembering all that. You stop by intotomorrow.com, and we'll have it all there for you. Uh, just look up the show for this weekend, the weekend of April 16th, hour three, and those steps will be spelled out there for you. Uh, Now, once you know what's been keeping Windows awake, you can go into their settings and see if there's an option to keep the computer awake. If the culprit is a driver, you may have to open the device manager to find it. You can also access it via search. Just type in device manager. Yeah. So, Joe, for you and anyone else listening with a similar issue, again, as Chris mentioned, visit intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for the weekend of April 16th, 2021, hour three. And there's Joe's call and our answer with, obviously, all those details, which are much too convoluted to remember because we mentioned it over the air and or podcast and or stream. But you get the idea. Either way, come by intotomorrow.com. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. One of my favorite Into Tomorrow tech tidbit facts that you can share with folks at work if you go to work. In 2009, Stephen Hawking held a reception for time travelers, but didn't publicize it until afterwards. This way, only those who could time travel would be able to attend. Nobody attended. (laughs) Well, except Stephen Hawking. He was there. Yeah. But um, interesting. I always thought that was just a fascinating tech story. But then what if he attended and there were other people there, but then in the future when he was going to send the invitation out, he never sent it out. He never got around to it. Oh, now my brain hurts. Stop that. (laughs) I don't even want to go there. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. This is Into Tomorrow. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. It's easy to give your own podcast a try. No contracts or cancellation fees. Go to blubrry.com and start your free trial. Yeah, it's blueberry without the ease. And it's funny when you say there's, you know, no fees or no cancellation. You won't want to cancel. So try the free thing, and you have, you'll have a blast with it, and you just keep up with them. That's kind of cool. We haven't 
canceled our podcasts ever, especially not with Blueberry. And we've been doing them since long before they were ever even called podcasts. Boy, does that make me feel old. Because they've been around officially, semi-officially, for about 16 years. And we were doing them 10 years before that by archiving our shows. Anybody remember Real Audio? Show of hands. Okay, put your hand back on the wheel if you're driving. But that's what we used to do is with Real Audio. But we saved every show so that folks without an affiliate in their town, their area, could still hear Into Tomorrow. And that was the impetus for the rest of the time. And then they became podcasts and was like, we're already doing that. Just a different format now. Right? Right. Okay. David in Madison, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Dave. I recently purchased the G Suite of software applications and cloud support so that I could transfer all of my home and personal files, pictures, etc., to the cloud so that I could access them no matter where I was because I travel frequently. Unfortunately, I'm either just a little slow or I've misunderstood the directions, but I can't ever get any of my files transferred to the Google Cloud. Do you have any suggestions on where I can find easier to understand instructions on how I can access the Google Cloud for my files? Well, David, Google's cloud is extensive, but Google apps are mainly made up of Drive, their office suite, of course, email, and photos. There are other features, but those are really the main ones. It sounds like you're mainly interested in storing photos, so you probably just want to go to photos.google.com. Syncing them in the background is possible. But you'll have to download the Drive or Photos app onto your phone to have it taken care of for you. See, David, you wanted instructions on how to do this. I would have told you maybe go to Bing. Maybe they'll be able to tell you how to access your Google Drive Bing. photos. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> now, if you want to access other files, you'll probably find them at drive.google.com. Google Drive is Google's main file repository, and for the most part, will take care of redirecting you wherever you need to go from there. Now, by redirecting you, we mean that a word processing document could be accessed from docs.google.com, and a spreadsheet could be accessed from sheets.google.com. But if you just go to Google Drive, you'll see both, and if you click on one, it will open the right Google app. Now, you should stop by apps.google.com to get a better view of what you're paying for. Uh, There are quite a few more apps in there, like Keep, Forms. There's even a scripting app and an internal chat, Google Meet, and other office collaboration apps. You're paying for them, so you might as well have a look at what's included in your monthly fee. Yeah, because you may find, David, that there's a couple of other things that, oh, I didn't realize I had that. I can take advantage of it. It's like when we discover new shortcuts in Word or something or a new thing to do in Outlook, if you use that for your email, that kind of thing. It's like, wow, I wish I knew that. It would have saved me a lot of time. Or in this case, some of the other things might be helpful for you. So give that a shot and let us know what works out for you. Mike in West Point, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome into tomorrow, Mike. I was listening to your broadcast and heard you recommend running a cable between a two different buildings that were about 40 yards apart. Yeah. In my past, I've been able to do this, doing something very simply, which is just to take a skill saw and using an old blade, drop it into the ground and saw the ground like it were a piece of lumber. You can easily then push a small cable down into that slot and step on it to push the dirt back together. It makes it very quick and easy and simple to do. 
Awesome. See, Mike is working smarter, not harder. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Mike in West Point, Mississippi. That's a good suggestion because we were talking about the ability. The best thing is to actually have a wired connection if you can. But you might have to trench it, of course. You don't want to just st- stretch a wire across from the house to the back bar, back thing that they were trying to use. And Mike has the right idea. I like how he said use an old blade. And you don't need to go very deep. So if you get a couple inches and it's a small cable, just push it down with your fingers, cover it up with dirt. Voila. Just remember that if you do this with multiple cables, you always remember where the last cable you ran was. So yes. You don't then slice right through that one. Because <laughs> that would certainly ruin your day. Do you get our free once a week tech newsletter? I know the look you just had in your face was like, I don't hear that coming out of you very often. What the what? How about yo, bro or yo. sis? Do you get our tech newsletter? And the answer, of course, should be absolutely. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. I don't know. I hear you. Oh, boy. But if you don't, how does one get it? It's very easy. You stop by into tomorrow.com and you'll see a, a white and red box asking for your email address. Just give us your email address. We won't share it with anybody. Nope. It stays private. Right. But we will send you a confirmation email to make sure you know that you're being added to the list. And then that's all you got to do is click that link in there to say, yeah, I, I really did sign up for this. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. You just click a link. Well, yeah. Because it's called a double opt-in because we don't spam anyone. So, like, if somebody submitted your email address and you didn't and you get such an email and you go, well, I didn't ask for this. But then you'll see into tomorrow and say, well, but wait, of course I want it. And then you'll subscribe. And it'll be that easy to do. This week, for example, among other things like, go figure, tech news, who's on the show this week, um, some of the calls that are highlighted, the prizes available currently, etc. We have things like Beth Tech Tip. Yeah, thanks to technology, there are so many ways to pay people, even with a text. We'll tell you about some of those. And we've got 11 uses for your old smartphone. There are many, but we specialize in 11 of them. In just a few steps, you can repurpose it as a security camera, alarm clock, science experiment, and a whole lot more. We tell you all about it in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. And again, it's so easy. Visit intotomorrow.com. Or if you like, just use our last name. It points to the same place, Graveline. Yeah, just like it sounds, graveline.com. And put your email address in that red box. We'll send it to you. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Something important to remember, perhaps, if you're going to be going under the knife, maybe some surgery planned in the near future, you want to ask your surgeon if they grew up playing video games. 
because they apparently make 37% fewer mistakes. I can see that. Yeah. These video games help you uh, with your hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. If you have a surgeon to go, video games? Heck no. Say, okay, I'll be back after my second opinion. <laughs> and then go seek a second opinion. But that's a pretty interesting stat. And good luck. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text RADIO to 35000. Allison in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, listens on Talk 107.3 WBRP. What information is on the computer chips in our credit cards? Besides credit information. Oh, that's actually a good question. The chips and credit cards, called EMV chips, contain the information required to authorize the transaction. What that information is, of course, varies depending on whether it's a debit or a credit card. But it's basically an account information, account number, maybe a routing number, that kind of data, and a dynamic security token. That extra token aside, the information is what you would find in a magnetic strip, and it doesn't include information about you or the owner. Yeah, now, if you're interested in the low-level details of how the chips work, the standard they follow is ISO 8583, and you can find details about how that standard manages authentication. EMV chips just add some level of encryption over the magnetic strip, but keep in mind that the U.S. is pretty far behind most of the rest of the world in these technologies, and this is relatively old technology that is quickly losing ground to more heavily encrypted contactless technology. Yeah. Now, be like Allison and... Call in win stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Cameron for reminding us as well because we got fabulous prizes to share with you. Just a few of them. A fun new way to manage your tech rage. We'll send you some pet peanuts. From Colop, an eMark handheld printer with accessories. TurboTax online codes. Good for any of their products to help you file your income tax fast and easily. And it includes state returns, which thankfully we don't need here in Florida. How about a Chipolo One item finder to find your keys, phone, or backpack in seconds? Oh, or how about a Razor or from Razor, a Black Widow light silent mechanical keyboard so you can up your productivity. All you need to do is participate on the show. Call the 800 number, use the Into Tomorrow app, message to studio, or even the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netflix. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.